They need to give people a chance. We can do it with people with disabilities. They just need to have the opportunity to, to learn and grow. Organizations that develop these inclusive cultures are really just more likely to succeed and be more innovative. Without special the people be sitting on the sideline at home doing nothing. They need to get involved. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at WorkinSports.com. Brian Clapp. Earlier in 2021, I interviewed Callie Franklin, who is the Senior Vice President and Head of Talent and Recruiting for Overtime Elite. One of my absolute all-time favorites, not only for an episode, but also as a person. I really, really enjoy and respect Callie. One of the topics we spent a lot of time discussing was diversity and inclusion and what it really means. And Callie had some really great insight. So I explained to people about DE&I is, you know, you have visual representation, but once you check the box of visual representation, what about education? What about prior experiences? What about family experiences? What about veteran status? There's so many other things. So if you're looking to fix DE&I, I would say you're off mark right there. Her point is spot on. Inclusion is a broad topic. It's something we need to think of at all times, and it's a proven benefit to organizations. According to Gartner Research, inclusive companies are 120% more likely to hit financial goals. Wow. When people feel included at work, they're better able to band together and are much more likely to meet their financial goals. It's amazing. Highly inclusive companies see 1.4 times more revenue. Again, Inclusivity and diversity feels right, but it also is right from a production standpoint as well. If you need to make a business case, it's pretty easy to make, but it's also just the right thing to do. You can get this too. Inclusive company cultures lead to millennials being more engaged with their work. When companies foster a more inclusive work environment, a whopping 83% of millennials are found to be actively engaged in their work. In a time of great resignations, in a time of people searching for purpose. It's amazing to see the benefits that diversity and inclusion have on a workforce. And inclusion also includes people with disabilities. John Miller, our former CEO who passed away after battling cancer this past summer, had a dream for work in sports. We used to talk about this all the time. He was an avid supporter and volunteer for Special Olympics. And John wanted work in sports, a major part of work in sports, to be focused on helping place developmentally and physically disabled individuals gain employment in the sports industry. There was no revenue plan attached to this. It was not for that purpose. This was just deep within John's heart. This month is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, October 2021. And I hope now you are aware of this concept. Because... In some ways, I was opened up to this concept too, and that inclusion is a lot more than just people of color. Super important that we focus there, but there's other groups out there as well, much like those with disabilities. So let's go deeper. Let's get past awareness and just knowing it's out there and think about our contributions to the solution. Joining me today are Megan Gossamel, Director of Awareness Planning and Operations at Special Olympics International, and Ben Collins a 40-year Special Olympic athlete. He's amazing. He's so cool. He is the first athlete with an intellectual disability to be hired at Special Olympics. 
He's worked there for the last 29 years, and he has been a trailblazer for so many others to do the same. But it's not just getting a job at Special Olympics. People with disabilities should be considered for jobs at any place in the sports industry. And that's the conversation we want to start having today. When I was first introduced to Ben, the last line of his bio nearly made me cry. He said, quote, if I didn't have Special Olympics in my life, I'd be sitting at home or on the sidelines doing nothing at all. Think about that for a second. Here's Megan and Ben. I am really excited today to be joined by Megan Gossamel and Ben Collins from Special Olympics. It's an important conversation we want to have today because October of 2021 is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. So Megan, this is exciting. Thank you for bringing both you and Ben on the show today. Thanks for being here, both of you guys. No problem at all. We're really excited to be here. Yes, we are. No, no problem at all. Thanks, Ben. So Ben, let's start with you. You've been a Special Olympics athlete for 40 years. Can you tell everybody a little about how you got involved in Special Olympics? Sure. Um, the first time I joined Special Olympics, I was at school and I fell through the PE program, the physical education department. That's really cool. What was the start like for you? What was the first thing you started to do in Special Olympics? My first sport I trained in was swimming and track and field. Wow. And now, if I understand correctly, too, you're in bocce and powerlifting. Is that right? That is right. Correct. I do bocce and powerlifting. What, after 40 years of doing Special Olympics competition, what's your favorite sport? I have um, my favorite sport are bocce and powerlifting. Yeah, those are your two favorite? Yes, they are. Why are they your favorite? I, I think you've won some medals in there, haven't you? I, in 2018, I went to... The USA National Game in Seattle, Washington for the sport of bocce. I won two silver medals and a bronze medal. Two silver medals and a gold, and a bronze medal? That's amazing. Yeah, and, and we played inside on the on the turf instead of grass like I usually play on. That is so cool. So I used to live in Seattle. Did you like going to Seattle? Yes. I got to meet other athletes and at Elton. It was a week-long adventure. It was like a, it was the time of my life, meeting all the different athletes and hanging out. That is awesome. I'm excited to hear more about it, but I also want to talk about you working at Special Olympics. For a second, let's pivot to Megan. Okay. Let's come to you for a bit. Um, you joined Special Olympics nine years ago and now are the Director of Awareness Planning and Operations. What has this experience working in Special Olympics meant for you? So yeah, working at Special Olympics is uh, both very rewarding, but also challenging. Um, meeting Special Mix all athletes throughout the world and being able to share their incredible stories is is been such a, an amazing experience. Um, but also, it's a challenge to see you know how our athletes are um, oftentimes not accepted or included, um, whether that's in healthcare, you know, in schools, in society, and so that really uh, is what helps me and makes me want to work harder to fight for inclusion. It's so important, and a lot of times we'll talk about this in a little bit. But a lot of times people think of inclusion and they they put their blinders on in a way they don't even broaden their lens to what inclusion really means and. Dis athletes with disabilities and the work that the Special Olympics does, does is so important in that entire mission. So I want to come back to that in a second. But how would you explain your role if you're going to break it down for people? Because our audience tends to be, 
you know, 18 to 30 year olds trying to figure out their path in the, in the world, but also in maybe the sports industry and special Olympics is a really important option out there. So explain your role a little bit, explain a little bit what it's like working at special Olympics and what you do. Sure. So, um, I work in the brand and communications department. Uh, I work very closely with our athlete leaders and our corporate partnerships team, but I also work close with our ambassadors. Um, and most importantly, I get to work with, uh, Ben Collins here, which is also so much uh, fun. Um, but honestly the nonprofit life, um, it's interesting. You wear many hats and so you really get to learn, um, and grow in areas because, um, you're working on so many different things across departments. And, and the great thing about Special Olympics is it is a global movement. So you're working with all different, um, you know, co-workers from around the world, you're meeting people from different cultures and communities, and you're really learning about, um, you know, how they communicate uh, locally with their media and, and, and yeah. what their marketing strategies are. So it's, it's really, uh, it's really fun. You get to learn um, about so many different, you know, organizations that partner with us and uh, you just really get to meet some incredible people. Ben, you also, you aren't just a Special Olympics athlete. You work for Special Olympics. You're an operations specialist on Megan's team. So Correct. what do you do as an operations specialist? What is your role like? Um, I sort, deliver the mail. I do all the office chores with new employees and, and, and mentors. I call and thank people who donate to Special Olympics money. So at the date, I've done 308 calls for the year so far. Wow. And I do welcome to my world where I teach people how to follow in my footsteps and my shadow of a person with a being visually impaired man. Because I teach them the daily technology and how I advocate for myself. Then I show them how we, I use the job system. I make them put on a blindfold, a mask, a scarf, or a bandana. And also, So that's amazing. You are one of the first Special Olympics athletes to also be an employee. Does that feel really special to lead the way for other people? Yes. In November, I've been been there 30 years in November. Wow. You really are a trailblazer. You're leading the way. How does it make you feel to go to work at Special Olympics and and make the difference that you're making? It's very, being there is like a very great and wonderful feeling. It, it gives you confidence having working in the community, using public transportation and going back and forth every day. So you mentioned public transportation. How do you, how do you get to work? Do you take public transportation? Yes, I take the bus to the metro station, then I, then I take the subway downtown. That's really impressive. Nice job, Ben. That's really cool. So Megan, as we mentioned, October 2021 is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. It's clear to hear the difference this is making for someone like Ben to be out there and to be contributing and be a part of something as important as Special Olympics. As the nation recovers from the pandemic, how important is it to recognize people with disabilities and ensure they have full access to employment and community involvement? Yeah, you know, people with intellectual disabilities experience chronically low levels of employment. And as a matter of fact, in 2020, they averaged around 17.5% in the United States. And that's that, uh, that's according to the data from the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. 
Um, so it's, it's, it's interesting because, you know, it's really reflecting off the attitudes and behaviors and low expectations that people with intellectual disabilities often have. Uh, so Special Olympics is, um, has something called unified leadership. And the unified leadership approach, it really um, doesn't stop at just inclusion of people with ID. It, it really leans on include, including all diverse groups and, and communities. And companies and organizations that benefit through these increased um, increase creativity and open-mindedness and, um, you know, really organizations that develop these inclusive cultures are really just more likely to succeed and be more innovative and, and, and just, it's a better business outcome. That's definitely the data we've seen across the board is that inclusivity is not an obstacle. It's an advantage. And it really is having a diverse workforce can propel a lot of the entire organization forward. So it's time for everybody to open up that lens and see things a little bit differently. So Megan, there are a lot of employers in our audience. There are a lot of people that listen and that may even be just being made aware that National Disability Employment Awareness Month is actually happening right now. They may or may not be considering hiring disabled staff. What kind of message would you give those people about working with and employing people with disabilities? It's really simple. Just give them a chance. Yeah, just give them a chance. And is the experience for you been a overall a positive one? You feel like it's just opened up your entire group? No, absolutely. I mean, especially for Special Olympics, like if we're out there trying to be leaders for inclusion, you know, we need to make sure our athletes have a seat at the table. And, you know, Ben working on our team is extremely important because we want to, we want to make sure that everything that we're communicating and doing is accessible, not just for people with intellectual disabilities, but people of all disabilities. So Ben, you are a really accomplished speaker. In fact, you've spoken on Capitol Hill, something that I have never done. So congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, oh, you're welcome. What message do you try to deliver when you're speaking at a school or you're speaking on somewhere like Capitol Hill? What message are you trying to get across? When I go up to school, I, I talk about my story and I teach them how to not tease or bully people, like not saying the R word. And when I go to Capitol Hill, I try to get we talked to the congressmen and their senators about getting more funding for health and education. How does that make you feel when you get in front of senators, people as powerful as that? Very, a very great, wonderful feeling, opportunity, talking to people, get the point across the, the Special Olympics. When, without Special Olympics, people be sitting on the sideline at home doing nothing. They need to get off. They need to get involved like an athlete a coach, an official, or a volunteer. They don't know if they're missing. So Ben, this may be a tough question, but what do you think your life would be like if you weren't in Special Olympics, at working and competing? What do you think your life would be like? It'd be, it'd be kind of boring, no fun. Not, not getting to meet athletes or having a camaraderie, bonding, and the friendship. And it's great that that's that's brought you this opportunity to be a part of Special Olympics and to be yes. competing. That's a really special thing to have as part of your life. Yes, it is. That's great. So Megan, how important is that when we talk about inclusion, that people broaden that lens and think about, you know, people with disabilities and the way that they can be included in the workforce? I've talked with a lot of HR managers and they've said over the time too, we have to consider veterans. We have to consider like it, it, inclusion is a big term. It's not just one narrow focus. 
So how important that is that to make sure that we get the word out to also think about people with disabilities and the way that they can be brought into the workforce? Uh, more than ever, it's important to include everyone. Uh, no matter uh, what, everyone deserves equal opportunities. Uh, the key to unlocking real change in organizations um, and local communities is where leaders without disabilities really see people with ID as contributors and leaders and people that they can learn from. And to change behaviors and processes that we can create environments where people with intellectual disabilities can succeed in, in meaningful roles and jobs. And really just, we have to let go and, and give um, transfer you know, power to people with intellectual disabilities and let them lead. Our former CEO, John Meller, who's passed away recently, um, used to talk all the time. He was very active in Special Olympics. It was one of his company missions. It was one of the things we talked about every year was trying to help more with placement of Special Olympics and people with, nat- uh, with disabilities to get work in the sports industry. Ben? What message would you want to share with sports employers about you and other people with disabilities and how you can contribute to the sport, to the sports industry and you can get out there and work and be a contributing person? What message would you like to give them? Um, maybe give people a chance. We, we can do it with people with disabilities. They just need to have the opportunity to have the chance to, to learn and grow as a person with intellectual disability. What's your favorite part of your job right now? Don't worry, we won't tell Megan. What's your favorite part? My favorite part is the, the people and, and trying to um, learn to keep growing. That is great. That is fantastic. Thank you both for joining me. I think it's a inspirational month, but it's hope it's something and a message we can carry throughout the year. It's not something we should just think about in this little time frame. It's something we should always consider and understand the importance of disability employment awareness and that knowing that Ben, people like you are making an amazing difference and that so many others out there deserve the chance that you have and that you've really enjoyed. Thank you so much both for coming on today. No problem. No problem. We're really excited. Thank you for um, letting us join. Yeah. Great meeting you, Ben. Great meeting you, Megan. Thank you, Brian. I'm really thrilled to be able to get to know Ben and to really hear from Megan and her leadership for you know, how Special Olympics thinks to themselves, like, hey, we got to lead the way on this. You know, we have to be the ones that employ Special Olympics athletes and show that this is something that can and does work. And I love that they're leading from ahead on this. And I hope that this will inspire more people to consider those of us who are employers, those of us who want to have an inclusive workforce, those of us who are focused on diversity in the sports industry. I hope that this sparks some change inside of you as well, where you start to think, We need to consider this. This is something that's important. Thank you all for listening. This was an important episode to me personally. So thank you for being a part of this. I do hope that you rate, review, and subscribe uh, and that you really enjoy being a part of this community because we enjoy having you. Thanks for listening.